0: What is up, ladies and gentlemen? First ever episode of the Freaking Fitness Podcast. Opening up with, with, with two words. It's more like three, four words. Dumbbell squats, bar facing burps. That's what we got eighteen point two. I'm sorry. Is it five words? No. You're right. It, it, if it's if it's Dave Casher right on the board, he wrote four times together without the space. So if it's Dave Cashel, it's four words, technically. Yes, this is the first episode of the Freaking Fitness Podcast, live from Freaking CrossFit. We are live in their beautiful lounge, prestigious lounge with a couch. We just finished watching Noah Olsen and Patrick Vellner, the third and f- fourth fittest men in the world, take on 18.2. I'm joined by head coach of Freaking CrossFit, Storm Kaufman. Storm, your first thoughts on
1: 18.2? Ugh. Burpees. That's the worst thing ever. Uh, and those dumbbells. I don't like him from the
0: last time. So I'm still recovering from that. It's For me it's it, I like it much more than last week cuz I saw his toes of to bars and I just hated the toes of to bars and you throw the row in and and your brother Shane beats me in that 100%. But this week I'm taking his ass. <laughs> cuz we got squats and we got burpees. He might take me on the clean.
1: You know he's right next to you, right?
0: He's right next to me. He is. He's too he I got to have the one Kaufman that can actually speak. On the podcast because Shane'll just be here. <sm disappisher> I just can't spell on social. Media. <laughs> <laughs> that, that too. That, true. <laughs> that too. So like I said, I am here. First ever episode of the freaking fitness podcast. Head coach Storm Kaufman gonna have freaking nutrition's very own Javier Millian join us towards the end of the show. He's gonna give you some some nutrition tips leading up to the workout, after the workout, and if you're crazy like most Crossfitters are, you're gonna you might want to redo this workout maybe. Your training partner beat you. Maybe your girlfriend beat you. Um, For some reason, (laughs) for some reason, you're gonna want to redo it. And uh, nutrition does come into that um, with your recovery. Before we do that, looking back on 18.1, like I said, I hated 18.1. It was just 20 minutes for me of death. Your thoughts? Looking back on 18.1, Dave Castro said he's coming in this year, changing things up with the CrossFit Open. Um, So one word to describe 18.1 and your thoughts on it, looking back.
1: Uh, I actually really like the format of 18.1, especially the fact that it did have a lot to do with strategy. It even came down to where your dumbbells were placed compared to where your rower and your pull-up bar. So I really like that aspect that each time uh, an athlete actually reattempted, they would have even set up separately and differently um, just trying to get that extra second um, to get that extra rep uh, way down that road.
0: Yeah, you mentioned strategy, and strategy was a big part of it. I mean, especially for me, the fact that mental strategy—like you, literally—I had to force myself to move slower in the beginning, and mentally, that could that could make or break an athlete. Like,
1: yeah, there was a lot of athletes out there that literally the first time they went through it, they sprinted out that gate, especially on that rower, expending way too much energy and getting way too much of an oxygen deficit right away. Um, and it was really taking those athletes bringing them back the second time say, listen you have to pick a pace further down the road during that uh near that 10 minute mark yeah okay pick it up if you have it but otherwise you need to just maintain a pace the entire time
0: and in dave Castro fashion he is picking he chooses a wad com- from the complete opposite opposite spectrum from 18.1 18.2 you you can't pace it you can't really strategize in a sense the beginning part of it because you only have 12 minutes to complete in a ladder of from 1 to 10 of dumbbell squats, 50 pounds for the men, 35 for the ladies, and bar-facing burpee. You have 12 minutes to do that. And then he throws in 18.2A where you have a one rep max clean. There's no, there's no time for that. There's no separate time for that. You need to finish the first part, 18.1. You have to finish that first. Then with whatever time you have remaining, you go into the clean.
1: Yeah, there's really it's it's basically you got to approach it two separate workouts. First one is just a burner; you just got to go. Um, there's no other way around it. Um, the only strategy I could even see from this point is picking a pace that you can really really grind through, and where to place your dumbbell. So it's a really quick transition to it. Um, so you're not fumbling around with those. Uh, as far as the cleans, uh, it's being a little bit of a specialist, knowing your percentages ahead of time of what you really want to hit. It looked like Noah Olson was around that 62%, 63% to open up, and that still looked a little bit of gnarly. Um, I would suggest for most athletes try to start around that 60% um, and then go 70 maybe 78%, 80% for that third or fourth one, yeah. if they have time. It really depends on how much time they got.
0: Yeah, and we, could, we, could, we kind of saw with Noah where he kind of picked, in the first part, he picked the squats to really – Move and, and, and burn out, sort of. Do you strategize in the sense of picking which one you're better and try to burn out in that aspect? So, if you're better at, at squats, do you burn out with the dumbbell squats and then just try to keep moving on the burpees, or do you try to save yourself for, for
1: the other? I, I would definitely uh, use your strength in this one. So, whatever your strength is, pick up some time with that. Um, use that weakness of yours to, to pace and keep a pace that you can grind through without getting stuck in somewhere.
0: Okay. And so, so leading up to the the actual workout, whenever it is you're doing let's say I'm doing it tomorrow night, as far as stretching, warming up, any specific suggestions you would give to your athletes, any any athletes out there listening?
1: Uh, I mean, I would just basically, I wouldn't change anything up as far as what you're normally used to as far as your warm-up routines. Um, Really getting those legs and lower back actually nice and warm. Um, Warming up your clean basically to your opening weight only. You really don't need to go beyond that. You're going to be nice and warm by the time you get there. So just warming up to that 60 65% range, um, Making sure you have that that dialed in.
0: Yeah, that, that that's one thing to keep in mind. You can't have you can have the weight that you're going to start off with loaded on the bar, so that's, that's a bit of strategy there. And then you get to the cleans. Do you, you know, I asked a question before, and someone made the comment of it depends on the athlete. Do you choose to make smaller jumps and shorter rest, and make the most of the time, or do you take longer rest and bigger jumps, limit limiting your attempts? On the clean
1: Uh, I mean really right off the bat no matter whether you're the elite athlete or the beginner if you have and a minute to burn prior to even attempting that bar you got to let those legs and that back to recover a little bit Um, from there it's it's really more the time constraint if you got time for two lifts or four or five lifts kind of kind of like no no Olson there um, that's really gonna be the big determining factor on how big of a jump you really want to take
0: definitely so going into this workout I am loving it. How are you feeling about it?
1: I'm actually really psyched. I almost, uh, if I wasn't doing this podcast, it was an option that I might jump out there and actually go <laughs> do it. Um, I like to get some pacing and timing for my athletes that are really trying to get to that next level. Uh, but I really love cleans. Uh, I don't like putting the barbell overhead, so cleans are right down my alley. So, I, me personally, I'm all for it.
0: Yeah, we had, we had people here calling, as, as I'm sure it takes over every single box, people calling what movements they think are going to happen. Everyone's thinking dumbbell thrusters. And I wanted nothing to do. So I saw dumbbell squats. I was like, all right, I can handle that. We're not having to go overhead. I can, I can, I can maybe take some of our bigger athletes. Because If we go overhead, that changes the game
1: on this. Oh, yeah. If it was a clean jerk, that would definitely change the game all the way around. Um, that jerk aspect, especially with your legs gone after doing a heavy squat clean, uh, you're, you're probably not getting close to your PR that day for sure. Yeah.
0: So the movements run announced today looking in, into the future of the open what movement what's the one movement you're excited you're waiting for it to come out and that other movement that you see it come out and all every single cuss word goes through your head
1: uh, the, i'll start off with the exciting one i really hope some sort of a muscle up comes out i don't care if it's a med ball muscle up but some sort of a muscle up that's what i'm really really hoping for yeah our uh,
0: our, our our nutritionist just uh Gave you dirty look when you said that
1: <laughs> that's probably the reason why I, I, I need to beat this guy over here um and then the worst one is thrusters please 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 especially the fact that we have dumbbells that are all over the place this year i am not looking forward to anything dumbbell thruster related
0: yeah i i'd i'd rather i'd much rather see a barbell thruster um for some for reason sure. it comes up in a workout i despise it but i still i'm just good at them for some reason somehow and I just, I, I, I don't get it. I don't know how that works. Like, I'm, I don't like thrusters, but I'm good at them. You just like hurting yourself. Exactly. So, that's it. 18.2. It's, it's, it's going to be a rough one. And, and, and as far as redoing it, you, you do you think this is the kind of workout that you can easily redo again? It, is it going to take a lot of recovery to.
1: It's, it's definitely going to be a workout that you can definitely redo. Um, the recovery aspect is literally hit that ice bath, get your legs recovered. Really, it's all about your legs on this one. Um, 100%. I mean, from the squats, the burpees, straight into that heavy clean, you have to recover the legs immediately. Um, probably, if you can, give yourself a day break. Uh, some, I know some of these higher athletes are going to try it three times this weekend. Um, but uh, yeah, that, it's definitely something you will, will redo.
0: Awesome, awesome. So, yes, that was Storm Kaufman of Frickin' CrossFit, head coach here at Frickin' CrossFit in Pembroke Pines, Florida, as uh, my guy from Freaking Nutrition Hobby walks up to the table guys uh, from just being around him as, as he started freaking nutrition it, it really is a huge aspect in training and before i let you go storm um your thoughts on nutrition and and incorporating it into your training and, and the importance of it
1: uh nutrition that's the base of uh your, your entire pyramid i mean if you don't have the foundation to to build your body off of um, you're, you're not going to go too far in your athletic abilities, especially with what you truly are capable of. Um, so really, if, if you're really pushing that higher level, you want a body change, you want to get uh, those podium finishes, uh, even in your local comps, you have to have that nutrition um, to support that breakdown of your body that you're doing every single day. So we love the fact that Hobby's around and really supports our athletes, and we've seen a massive change this year in all of our athletes, um, especially it, it just shows in their podiums throughout the year. Um, and their own PRs that have happened in, in a very short amount of time, and some of these athletes have been in fitness for for years, um, but this one year of being on proper nutrition, proper diet has really escalated them to that, that next level.
0: Definitely, I, I, Javi's been holding holding the spot for me for like the last year and a half, so <laughs> I'm I'm hoping to jump on soon. soon, um, soon. Before that, you go, Storm. Your prediction, your own prediction for yourself on 18.2. What are you shooting for? Ah, man, sub sub six.
1: I'm, I'm shooting somewhere around that six mark, uh, and that clean. I'm, I'm hoping for 245. I'm not a big 245. Uh, I'm hoping. I'm what? Hoping. <laughs> That's my own prediction. In case
0: you guys don't know, if you, I mean, if you if you walked in the friggin' CrossFit, you know. Um, but if you haven't, you don't know. Storm has a really bad back, and he, he just he just doesn't know how to take care of it. That's very true. Storm, thanks so much for joining us. I'm sure we'll see you. A lot more here on the Frickin' fitness podcast. Uh, let's go ahead, jump over to Javi. Let's get Javi set up. So I'm here joined by Javier Milian. I, I, I love saying his. I love saying his name. A uh, little plug for myself. I am the host of the New Money Podcast. Javi and Frickin' Nutrition are one of our sponsors, and I love every chance I get to say Javier Millian. I love it. I love it. So Javi, <laughs> so before we get uh, into the whole nutrition thing. First thoughts on eighteen point
2: two. It's gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt. It's a little bittersweet for me. Um, it's movements that are. It's one thing that I've looked forward to a heavy barbell paired with another movement I wasn't looking forward to burpees. Uh, so I think bittersweet is probably the best way to summarize it.
0: Definitely. So with um, before we attack the nutrition side of the workout, tell us a little bit about yourself and Freaking Nutrition.
2: Yeah. So uh, Freaking Nutrition, we've been on, around for a year now. We've grown exponentially in the last year uh, mostly because of our results uh, our athletes have really benefited from our one-on-one coaching we don't just throw you out there and give you a diet plan no we walk you through it and um and we really set you guys up for success for the long term it's not uh, it's it's i'm not trying to keep you around or try to get quick results no we want stuff that's going to last and uh, and then you can take for the rest of your life
0: yeah and so the one the one thing that you may get a lot of uh, a lot i wouldn't say feedback it's more of um Pushing and shove, i guess you can say that that person that comes in and says you know what's the difference if i do just, just do th- you, you you do which i love you do the three month commitment when they first sign up because because they you're not going to see the results in the first month right. but what do you tell that person that comes in and it's like well what why can't i just do the three months and then after that not stick with it and and i can just uh keep doing it on my own without a coach like what's the advantage to having yeah, you? yeah so
2: uh, the biggest thing about a coach is it's the accountability i mean um you know to put it simply just having someone to be accountable and have to check in with them and and know that if you don't put in the work there they're gonna see the fact that you didn't put in the work or if you cheated on your diet or if you uh, you know you took a step back in your training uh there's someone you have to be accountable to uh and you can't hide that uh, especially especially when you know uh, myself, I've had the experience of working with higher uh, level athletes and and general pop, and I know if if you know if we're not seeing results week to week, something is probably wrong on your end. Um, and if it's not, or we're gonna figure it out. Um, but that's the biggest thing. You'll never not know if you're doing the right thing with a coach.
0: Yeah, and you know, for my my curiosity, I'm sure a lot of the listeners, what like, is it always like on that first try? Do you like you get that person like like how hard is it to really like gauge a a member a client of freaking nutrition with with what you're doing for them like is it right from the start you can like get a feel for them or
2: yeah yeah um i think some of it comes with a little bit obviously with the intuition and and just working with a lot of different clients you start to learn which ones are, are cut out for um maybe higher end where I have them measuring their food and, and tracking and really getting in depth and, you know, from the get go. And then some people I have to kind of uh, ease them into that because, you know, it might scare them away. And and the end goal isn't to force a program down their throat. The end goal is to get them results. Um, so I think that's that's I would say intuition is probably the biggest one. Um, and, and the fact that we're driven by results, you know, it, it, it allows me to really play detective with them and, and not give up. You know, I'm not and I just don't want to throw them out to the wolves and let them fail
0: yeah absolutely absolutely that's great and and you know we're attacking 18 point two this episode is is about preparing for eighteen point two so leading up into the workout we're gonna release this episode late Thursday night Friday morning people can listen to it leading up to their workout whenever it is they're doing it what are some keys some, some key tips advice from your end as far as one leading up to the workout two after the workout and as we say, as we say, you made a great post last week. Sent out some great emails um, to your members. Re- going to redo that workout. I feel, you know, we usually we usually save our, our cheat days, right. our cheat meals, as you like to right. as you like to put it, um, for the weekends. Right. Now, if you're going to redo the workout, whether it's on, if you do it Friday you're gonna redo it Sunday or Monday, what is your advice for the athletes that really want to improve on nutrition throughout the weekend?
2: Yeah, so um, let's start with leading up into the actual workout. Um, You know, you're not going to change a whole lot right now. That's going to make too much of a difference as as far as like the night before or something like that. Um, You don't want to change up to food. Don't try to eat something new. Don't carb load because what if you feel bad, you know, what if it messes with your stomach and now you're having to deal with that along with a tough workout. Uh, So what I usually have people do, especially uh, about two hours before working out, is keeping their fats pretty low um, and focusing on high quality carbs and protein right so the protein's gonna make sure we're sparing any muscle and we're not gonna uh be you know we're gonna be in a catabolic state for a while these these walls are gonna hurt uh so we want to make sure we're you know we're probably tuned to to make sure that anabolism is going to be going through um the full workout and then your carbs are going to be your energy source so you want to make sure those digest quickly uh fat's going to slow down digestion so you want to just keep them out of there uh, but yeah carbs and protein that's what we want to stick with um, if you train in the morning chances are it's going to be breakfast it's going to be your pre workout meal uh, so some advice there would be you know oatmeal egg whites you could keep it as simple as doing a protein shake and a banana um, yeah those are some pretty you know easy meals and you don't have to overthink yeah. so, it so so so
0: keep it simple yes. leading into the workout don't don't really overthink don't, don't 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 try to go extravagant on a meal you know just whatever it is that you're accustomed to you're used to feeding yourself before coming right, for a right.
2: unless you're accustomed to having a slice of pizza or something that you probably don't want to do yeah that. um but yeah that that would be my my suggestion there um now post workout let's get that protein in and let's get those carbs in again because we now we want to kick start that recovery process as fast as possible again minimal fats um you just don't need them right now the the point is you want to recover as quickly as possible um then later on in the day then go ahead and start adding your fats they're going to have some very good um good anti-inflammatory effects especially your fish oil um and, and definitely add them in after. But as far as directly after the workout, you know, that's why you see a lot of people, they'll, they'll do the shake right after. It's just, it's, it's an easy, smart yeah. choice. Start the process already. For sure, for yeah. sure. Um, and then if you're going to do, if you're going to redo it, then you, you have to know, you know, what your goals are. If you're going to redo for the sake of, I want to improve my placing in the open and this is something I take seriously, then um, you alluded to the cheat meal. You don't need a cheat meal, you know. You want to focus on high-quality um, food, such as your veggies, fruits, lean meats. Uh, eat steak. Steak is a great choice, um, especially because of the the creatine content in it. It's going to help with uh, with with muscle building, and it's going to also help replenish those creatine stores that are very important for those heavy barbell lifts, especially towards the end.
0: Awesome, awesome. And it's definitely, I mean, for myself, it's you feel it, you know. I went through. Op- opens prior and you know you go out with the friends and after the workout you go eat you have beers the weekend you have beers and you want to go try to redo it and it's just it's
2: you know it's it sucks man because it's such a good time right and it's it's almost been like something that uh, you put one and one together you do the competition and then after you go and have a couple beers and some chicken exactly. drinks, you know and and I've done it before I mean it's a great time uh, but at the same time, like I said, you, you just have to know what your goals are. Right. And if you want to be at the, at the top of your game, you have to know the studies aren't very good for post-workout alcohol consumption. It it, uh, it actually negates a lot of the good training effects that you had. Um, so that's something I would definitely, definitely limit. Um, it's five weeks, guys. Yeah. You know, the Open's not very long. Uh, I think you can uh, think you can commit to that yeah. and, and really see how far you can get and how good you can feel.
0: Uh, Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and and I think um if you, if if you never have if you've never actually tried to sacrifice try it and if you don't see any, any uh improvements and that's just that's just you but make the sacrifice if if it's something that that really does mean something to you it's it's worth the sacrifice in the end to to see the improvements if you were to redo it um you are a proponent on I I've heard you talk numerous times you get the question a lot in your seminars which you do which you hold You are, I wouldn't say you're not huge. You're not the biggest guy on supplements, are you?
2: No, I'm not. Um, I think so. Supplements are are just that. The word itself will tell you it's a supplement to your diet, right? Um, So if your if your diet is on point, chances are you really need supplements. Uh, With that being said, there are a few supplements that are very effective. And have good science behind them. And, and those are really, it's, it's a handful of them that I would recommend. Uh, if we're specifically focusing on the open, I'd probably say number one is caffeine. Um, it's, it's, it can be a great thing and a bad thing. Um, the dose, the poisons in the dose, right? Uh, so you want to kind of keep it around 150 milligrams, maybe not more than that. It's going to have some good effects as far as like getting you fired up, yeah. and going and moving. Any more than that. I mean, this is going to hurt guys. This is going to be very fast. You don't want your heart rate to actually impede your ability to breathe and to move. Uh, so that's, that's one thing to keep in mind. Um, second thing I would, I would definitely recommend is beta alanine. Um, some people are very familiar with this as like, it gives you the tingles. So that's that flushing feeling. Uh, it's, it's been shown to delay muscle fatigue and right now, and especially for this workout, we want to delay muscle fatigue. Because, again, the volume is very high in a short amount of time, and then we're going to ask our bodies to lift very heavy right after it. Uh, so if, if we can delay that, that, that feeling of fatigue and squeeze out a couple extra reps within that 12-minute t- time frame, that's, that's definitely a good supplement to have in your arsenal.
0: Definitely. So, I mean, all great information, um, but what I want to know, and I'm sure all these listeners want to know, coming from the nutritionist himself, five week opens done, five weeks are, are gone through, what is the first meal you're gonna have.
2: We actually already talked about this. <laughs> we did, we did. I actually talked over it with uh with Julie, one of our one of our most consistent clients. We're probably gonna do brunch. We'll do some sort of bottomless <laughs> mimosas, chicken and waffles. But um but yeah, this isn't about being perfect, you know? Um nutrition isn't about being on all the time. It's it's about adopting a lifestyle that's sustainable and knowing that it's something you can go right back to. You know, if if you fall off the wagon one day or you treat yourself to a meal, you just come right back to it. Um, and I think that's, that's what's made us successful You know, it's that balance The fact that we don't really tell you Don't eat this, don't eat that you know, um, It's really like, if you eat this and you know there's going to be consequences If you're okay with that, then so be it yeah. Enjoy it, um, just get back to it
0: Yeah, I, I think we see that You see that, one, you see it in the fitness In, in the CrossFit um, spectrum And it, you see it in, in nutrition as well People take CrossFit to the next level yeah, it's all or nothing and, Exactly, and they don't listen to their body Yep. And and same thing goes for nutrition. Like you said, every now and then, when maybe you're feeling a burger, maybe you're feeling some pizza. Yeah, treat have yourself it, to have it. it. If, you, the more
2: you tell yourself no about something, the more likely you're gonna want to crave it, and you're gonna end up binging or something like that. You know, uh, never get let it get to that point. Um, and, and hopefully, you know, you guys have done your research. Freaking nutrition. We do flexible dieting, and we're proponents of macros. Um, just make it fit, guys. You know, yeah. fit it within the construct of your diet. Don't adopt a diet that's so restrictive that it leads to, to those binging episodes.
0: Absolutely. And, and besides coming on the podcast, which we're grateful for having you on. I appreciate it. Let the people know, where can they follow you? You, you, put, you put out great stuff all the time on the Instagram. Love it. All, all the freaking nutrition tips. Um, I recently signed up through the emails to receive cool. the emails. Where can the people find you and, and how can they get just – Receive the constant information because it 's all great information, whether or not you are actually part of freaking nutrition yet,
2: yeah, so one of the things we 're focused on this year is putting out as much content as possible and, and free, right we want to educate you guys, we want you guys to succeed, um, yes, obviously, we have a business to run, but at the end of the day it 's about helping people, and we want to reach as many people and that 's why we 're paying a, a, a lot of attention to our YouTube, so if you guys just look us up freak nutrition on on our youtube channel we 're putting out videos uh, weekly. We have a little series called Freaking Quick Tips where, I mean, it's it's legit it's three minutes max, maybe four minutes, and we're knocking out a lot of, like, either myths that people have, like, you know, eating before bed being yeah. bad, it's not, um, things like that. Uh, you can all, um, also find us on Instagram like you mentioned we're always always on there and pretty active um, if you guys have questions feel free to comment and we'll answer them uh, you can even shoot us a DM a lot of times people don't feel comfortable saying things you know out there in slide the into the DM slide into right, the DM right. ladies Javi
0: is engaged <laughs> and I wouldn't mess with Ashley yeah, but feel free to slide into the DMs <laughs> and key tip freaking is spelled F-R-E-A-K-I-N there's yeah, no, no G. G no G Freaking Nutrition. Follow yeah. Javi at Freaking Nutrition. www.freakingnutrition.com. Is that? My freaking MyFreakingNutrition.com. My so keep that in mind, guys. Javi, thank you so much for joining us thank here problem, on episode man. one of the Freaking Fitness Podcast. We're going to try to keep this going each and every single week. Right now, for the open, we're going to be doing it, um, recording Thursday nights, releasing Friday mornings for you guys to uh, listen bright and early, get in the mindset, get mentally ready for the torture to come that day, that week. And then we'll try to continue it on to the open. Thank you guys for listening to episode one of Freaking Fitness. You can follow everything Freaking CrossFit at Freaking CrossFit on Instagram. Until next week, best of luck in the open. Make sure you eat well. Make sure you celebrate even better. We'll see you guys next week.